Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for war? Freestyling today, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing? Jeffrey Wilson, Rolling Shotgun, with another episode of The Conspiracy Farm. And I am with, as always, consumer of planets, slayer of dragons, UFC Hall of Famer, Pat Milicic. What's up, chomp? What's up? Is a snowstorm outside, but we're toasty warm in here. <clears throat> we're having a good time. More, more storm warnings. It just continues to happen this winter. We're having a good time with it, though. I'm over this winter, bro. You know, if you got a front-wheel drive, anybody with a front-wheel drive out there, do donuts backwards. It works. It's <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. But, it, has, uh, it has been rough, man. The weather's kind of, you know, thrown some monkey wrenches and stuff. Today, um, you know, our guest, I don't know what exactly is going on, but we're going to have to just proceed without him because we do have another show coming up. We have some time constraints. So it looks like Pat and I are going to do a little bit of freeballing, I freestyle think, I today. think that's, uh, that's the way I love it. I mean, obviously, we love having guests, but... Look, you and I can do our thing, have a blast, and we're good to go. And we're going to take some calls today, too. 563-391-3776. Say that slowly. 563-391-3776. If you want to call in and just say hello or talk You should talk post a that on the Facebook for everybody. I will. I will. As call I'm in. A- call in with questions. We want to have a good time. We want, we want people who don't agree with us to call in, though. On a lot of our stuff, so we'll start. We'll start talking. Yeah, we're going to talk about you know the border wall. We're going to talk about allegedly the Mexican former Mexican president received a hundred million dollars to stop the building of the wall, and we've seen a lot of pictures of the former president of Mexico with Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, and several other American politicians. Um, Paul Ryan, even they say, was implicated potentially in the El Chapo trial. All this stuff is coming out. And we were talking about politicians taking money to stop that wall over a year ago. So it's it's getting kind of interesting. But we want to talk about the truth first and foremost, right? What, yes. what is the truth, Jeff? I mean, we, we, need the, we need to... Well, we've talked about this before, Champion. I, I, me, personally, I don't think there is... Uh, there are truths. Uh, I don't think there's necessarily a static truth because truth can oftentimes be subjective. What is true for you might not be true for me. But I feel what you're saying. There's a... Uh, there, there are some truths out there that get overlooked and get, um, you know, for many of the subjects. But um, I don't think there is a truth per se. But we don't need to get in this metaphysical existential conversation. Right, on right. What but, is truth? But I feel what you're saying. You know, there's look, so much. And we're, we're doing our best now, especially. We don't want to offend anybody. No, God but, forbid. But we want to go down the path of truth as many times as possible, as much as possible, as close to the truth as possible without going too far right or too far left. Now, yes. I am obviously a right-leaning person, but I have I, I sat there and laid in bed the other night, and I thought, okay. It's not that kind of show, Pat. I need to do my best. <laughs> I need to do my best here to not go right or left on anything. Right. We need to, we need to focus. And you've been really good, actually, about being outspoken against a lot of the stuff that Trump is doing, and I agree with you on most of those points. Some of them, some of them I don't. For sure, for sure. But <clears throat> what the... the the, the I don't know the it's there's a there's a situation going on in this country where it's a mass a, a mass brainwashing that's going on where people absolutely refuse to even accept anything other than what they see on TV or hear on mainstream media. Am we I call, correct? Yeah, we call that confirmation bias, where you just kind of like right. refuse to believe something that's outside of your mental construct, if you will. It's it's. It's, it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing because when we try to have those conversations with um, even loved ones who maybe are from an older generation or somebody who is just used to, they have never been exposed to a lot of the stuff that we have searched for and, and looked Talked at. Talked about for sure. These people are traumatized by even remotely mentioning some of the stuff. Absolutely. They have a tough time. But many of those people, if they actually look for themselves after they hear it, which Everyone should to prove without that, a doubt. Look, go out and prove that we're wrong on things that yeah. we subjects that we bring up, right? Don't take or, our word for it automatically. Or help us out and fine tune and correct us on some of the things. Right? For sure, absolutely. Or prove us completely wrong if they can, which I I urge them to do. <laughs> and that way, 
it will open up <clears throat> that door in their brain that can never be closed again. And that that's absolutely true because so many of the things that we've talked about, and we've just you know we were talking about this a little earlier today. You know, we talk about the term conspiracy and the negative pejorative connotation it has, and I get it. You know, you have your your you know bone broth. You know, stop, what I mean? stop right there, stop right there, because they made fun of us for the for the tinfoil hat. But with 5G coming out now, <laughs> Trump Trump put a stop to it. I will say this is one good thing Trump has done. He's put a stop to it because there's so much Chinese technology in 5G that he feels, I guarantee, I guarantee it, that he knows in his heart that with 5G, it's, I mean, you saw there's a, a fire station where all the fire, the, all the firemen in the station were having problems because there was a 5G tower put up right by their station. Mm. All of them were having memory issues. They were getting sick. All kinds of crazy stuff was going on with them. They moved the tower. They all got better. We okay? definitely need to have a 5G episode. There's so, some, some scary so stuff the, coming. So the, the, the 5G, when you when they're doing the, the aerial spraying now, putting metals in the air, right? What happens when you throw a metal utensil in a microwave? <clears throat> Doesn't turn out sparks, well. Sparks flying off yeah. of it. It fries, right? Th- throw aluminum into the air with these sprays that they're talking about, about masking the sun to slow down global warming, which is garbage to begin with, Right. right? And then you unleash 5G on the entire country. Microwaves, right? It's going to fry us. Okay. You're damn right it's going to fry us. That's why people are freaking out about it. The people that scientists are like, you can't do this. You're lunatics. Anyway, what were you talking about? No, I was just, just a lot of the conversations we have when it comes to you know conspiracy. You know, it, it gets scary for people because they you know that term kind of freaks people out, man. Like Alex Jones and cats like that can scare the shit out of people with his conspiracies, whether it's Sandy Hook didn't happen or any of that stuff. So what, like we've talked about, man. You and I, you know, you and I just don't sit here and just talk shit to each other in some kind of echo chamber. We bring on guests and experts that either help us understand these conversations, these subjects we're talking about, or like completely experts, confirm experts it, in those fields. Absolutely confirm it for us and like we said you know this the stuff we've been talking about whether it's russian collusion you know the government funding isis these are things we talk about that wind up coming out and getting confirmed months and months later so years later many times possibly so unfortunately ho- we have to wait that long for hopefully the truth. it helps redefine the term conspiracy theorist as someone who's not just talking <laughs> crazy as bigfoot psychic type what shit. is the definition of conspiracy again i forget I think it's just if two or more people join together for a criminal act or some kind of political gain or something like so that. So it's not even a bad word, but the mainstream yeah. media has painted it as a bad well, word. Well, this, 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 this tinfoil hats on us. Where now we're going to start making conspiracy farm ball caps and stocking caps already. with tinfoil lining in them to protect you from 5G. <laughs> <laughs> we do have ball caps available, ladies and gentlemen, our TFF yes, online yes, store. But I mean, the, the, honestly, the, the the weaponization of the term conspiracy theorist came out after the Kennedy assassination. The Central Intelligence yeah. Agency pretty much threw that out there because anyone who began to question, obviously, at that time, one of the one of the biggest crimes in our history. Um, you know, you're obviously. And so immediately, and then you have, you know, I hate to bring him up again, but you have cats like Alex Jones. So if you even mention that term, it's like, oh, you must be an Alex Jones type. But if you listen to our show, we don't go Loch Ness Monster. We don't go UFOs. We've had on the Deputy Director of Counterintelligence for the FBI. We've had on former SEALs. You know, we've had on some very heavy-hitting, legit people who sometimes confirm our quote-unquote conspiracies. We had on Peter Schiff, who on CNN called the... Yes. 2008 implosion and while being laughed at by the other financial experts that were on the show live with him you can find that episode on youtube we had him on our first uh, nearly our first one episode of, yeah, one of the first three yeah, and three i tell you what you know <clears throat> talking to him you know it's it's inevitable what's coming we can see the balloon growing we're going all over the place right now that's all right though we, need, what, to, we need to just that's we what, need to zero some stuff in that's here. what free is all about here on the conspiracy farm bro we're a little bit yeah, everywhere but no we've had we've had experts is what for you're sure, saying for sure we've had experts uh confirm what we're doing and so we're not just nutbags talking like people to say all the time the guests you guys bring on we just got a message from romania the other day the lady was like you know what i we just don't get this kind of message over here what's up kelly jeffries big old pimp over there at dish tv and all the stuff you do do right tv what's it called do right something like that Done right. <clears throat> done right. Dudley Done Right TV. Done right. TV and security solutions. So we are kind of having to, uh, you know, makeshift improvise freestyle our episode today. We had a little trouble getting a hold of our guests, but you had some things you want to talk about. State of the Union. We have the border. We got uh, Ocasio Cortez starting her Green Deal, getting rid of carbon, uh, carbon new, neutral in new, twelve years. The new Green Deal. Look, all right. <clears throat> prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. She, <laughs> she is so off the rails insane with all this stuff that she's doing and she's so far left 
she's so far communism that she's off the res- she, she's off the re- yeah I do I do and Pinochet did too and he it had worked the solution. out very well so often for people what are Pinochet you had the solution Augusto Pinochet Augusto Pinochet helicopter ride put into <laughs> put into office by our Central Intelligence Agency after Allende he stopped was communism in its tracks dude September 11th. take communists for rides in helicopters <laughs> over the ocean throw them out. So you're that's con- how you solve it. Everybody hears about it. You're condoning regime done. change. That's what happened. Allende, the democratically elected president of Chile, was overthrown by a military coup. A what military I'm coup in fa- here's what I'm in favor of, though, ultimately. We know what's going on in Venezuela. Yes. We know that our embargoes on that country has caused massive problems. For sure. Now, at the same time, a government that takes over private industry, such as the oil industry and a lot of other things that they were doing, that was Chavez's greed at the time, okay? That was that was out of control. That was that was out of control. That was a power hungry psychopath doing that. Now, um, should there be a fair deal? Should there be uh, more work done in the world of of renewable energy? Absolutely, and there is, but it shouldn't be funded by me, the taxpayer. You should do it on your own. Figure it out, get it done, and if you can get it done, great. But we shouldn't be funding it. It shouldn't come out of my pocket. The federal government in any country should not be owning any uh, any sector or helping any sector of the private um, the private industry or private sector. It just shouldn't. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's that's communism. Communism owns everything. Well, as much as you people like no to cite to shit on, uh, I mean, you know, we could have our conversation about welfare, et cetera, et cetera, and certain social services. But you know, there's way more money going out to corporate welfare and certain subsidies. Like I get that. it. I get yeah. it. But I'm 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 against all of it. I'm against all subsidies. Sure. I'm against all subsidies for education. I'm against because that's what's caused the the massive explosion in cost in in colleges. And that's what's caused the massive explosion in medical expen- medical expenses in this country. It's caused just ridiculous um, expansion uh, it, it's it's just out of control it shouldn't be going on period um, and everybody being told that they have to go to college to succeed is ridiculous yes right you have a college degree am I correct I do I do not but we somehow ended up in the same damn room <laughs> right okay it's not a prerequisite for success anymore. I it's was not like able to finish college and you know what I made do I figured it out did the best I could and if I had to, okay, I'm going to go and learn how to weld. I've always wanted to know how to weld. I may have to someday, right? I may have to. And I'm going to do it if I have to, okay? Pat That's just the welder. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> hey, but my, my point is, though, is that government, uh, Pinochet, whether he was put in power by us or not, which he was, I know, but he stopped the spread of communism with the helicopter rides and other, other acts, okay? <laughs> helicopter rides. It's it is a fact, right? For sure, for sure. And so, to me, when you when you look, look at communism and the ten plank, what is it? The ten the ten planks of communism, something like that. How far are we from that? We have a central bank, we have an IRS, we have an FCC, we have an FAA. Like we're not too far from some of the fulfilling the communist planks of the manifesto. They don't technically own our houses, although we do have to pay property taxes even after we pay them off. The Federal Reserve, they, they, I mean, technically constitutionally, the Federal Reserve, the bankers don't care what form of government it is because they're still going to have to loan money to the country, and the country is still going to have to pay them back. Well, no, I'm just saying constitutionally, according to the law, the the Congress has the power to 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 coin money and determine the value thereof. That changed in 1913 with the Federal Reserve Act. That's completely illegal and unconstitutional. But here we are over 100 years later working from the same framework. That's because of the educational system and people not understanding. Look, if everybody had the same understanding that you and I have of all this stuff, we would have a civil war going on right now. Possibly. But I was just wondering. I don't you think know. it would be civil war because there's nobody, nobody to fight against except the government. Right? Pat's talking seditious, ladies and gentlemen. Do you hear this? That's not sedition. We were given the, we were given the right by the founding fathers in the Constitution the framing documents of this country to throw off the government that was not following those <clears throat> those documents. Am and I have correct? They, and have they happened? Have they done that? Have they have they reached that criteria or that point of inch by inch? Well, I mean, we've talked about this, man, from from the Federal Reserve Act, illegal and unconstitutional. The war, the Gulf of Gulf of Tonkin, the Vietnam War, illegal and unconstitutional. Weapons and D's, lies, illegal and unconstitutional. Funding ISIS, illegal and unconstitutional. So they've pretty much proven themselves to be a tyrannical government. In my humble opinion, I'm not saying go take up arms, but they've they've reached that criteria. In my humble well, opinion. Well, the first the first step would have to be, you know, I would say probably a tax revolt. You you've said that before, yeah. Right. That would probably be the first step. I would think of the citizens who t- who truly are 
pushing the wagon that everybody else is riding in, it would have to be, you know what, everybody just files extensions. I'm not gonna, We're just going to file extensions. And then file another extension. And then file <laughs> another extension. And then start making demands is what it would have to be, right? I mean, they're not going to go and arrest how many business owners, how many... How right. many, how many um, independent contractors are there in this country? There's a lot, right. millions and millions and millions. So, am I am I saying that we should do that? No, I'm not saying we should do that. But I'm saying that if things get bad enough, that's probably would be the first step. In in my logical, if you want to call it logical thinking. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like like we've talked about, man. We're we're really divided on so many different spectrums, from you know race and political and religious. It almost, I mean, if, if you can't say we because you and I aren't separated on any of those. Well, I'm just saying, generally speaking, they have have gone at everybody in the divide and conquer. And I I, I brought this up many times on the show and posted on my Facebook. There was a there was a documentary, and I forget the name of it now off the top of my head, but. Civil war and civil unrest to the level of like genocide doesn't just happen overnight. It takes years and years to cultivate this, this polarization to the point where I no longer, yes, we disagree, but I no longer see you as a human being. And I hear that rhetoric like these Trump supporters, they're inhuman or the left, they're so inhuman. So, I mean, we, we've slowly right. begun to move to this point. So, it like I, my point is like from a division, divide and can't conquer standpoint, let something like not just like the grid go down or, or um, the economy collapse or fiat currencies begin to collapse with the already exacerbated social divisions, we could be seeing some ugly, ugly shit, dude. Well, a lot of people out there say that it could never happen in America. Well, you have to understand that- It already has. Well, sure, but what I'm saying is is people have to look at, word number one, multiple religions, multiple colors, multiple ethnicities, just multiple. Yeah. A lot of multiples there. Now think about Korea and Vietnam. Those people are cousins, right? brothers and sisters. They were separated on communism and freedom, right? Or what they perceived to be. Yeah, for sure. And there was a line drawn from north to south, or from east to west, separating north from south. And they've been at war for how Long many time. years, Long right? Time. Decades and decades and decades. So if it can happen to people who are actually cousins and loved ones. Oh, without a doubt. Who look exactly alike and have the exact same religion, how easy it is to do here. Right. Well, again, during the historical president was said during the first civil war, you know, brother against brother, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not, it's not completely. And it, as I'm saying, look at now since 2016 and even prior to that, relationships ending, marriages ending, family members not speaking because of, of political, of political differences. And here's a lesson for you all: don't marry a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick J. Well, I, I, you know, look. Oh, so. Say I'm not married and I go on a date with a woman, okay? And I say, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I host this show. It's kind of political. You know, who did you vote for? Just, uh, just curious. Who'd you vote for in the last election? Hillary Clinton. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Good, you, would, goodbye. you wouldn't, you wouldn't sit and try to pick her brain like, um, well, why? If she was by a dinner. People are attempting to call. I'm hearing five six three three nine one three seven seven six. Oh, people are trying to call. I attempted to call. Do we do we not have a way to pick up? Oh, oh, all right. Five six three three nine one three seven seven six. Yeah, call, call in, call you guys. Talk some smack to. We Pat. want to talk. Just don't say your full name. Okay, you can give us your first name. Don't tell us where you work. Any of that sort of stuff. No private information. We need we need full names. Who you voted for? Your address <laughs> and your social security number before you get on the air. So actually, that's a great idea, Pat. Call in if you disagree. Absolutely, which, call which is in. Any any aspect of kind of what we're talking about. It doesn't have to be right necessarily versus left, but kind of any. What do you guys think? Are we headed towards some pretty serious gnarly shit with with society as it is today? Look at what's happening with the yellow jackets in France, dude. I mean, it's the shit. It's hit. And like I've told you before, France has gotten so much shit for supposedly being so passive. It's not just France. It's no, Spain. Right. It's Spain yeah. is blowing up. They Europe. got rid of the. They got rid of their politicians in Brussels, Belgium. They know that you know the, the seat of world order is in Brussels. We have a call, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> you are live on the air with Patrick J. Milicic and Jeffrey Wilson. Who are we speaking to today? Hey, my name is Braxton Warren. Who are I you? I'm just watching you guys. Braxton Warren. Braxton. We said don't say your last name. Are you high, Braxton? My God. Uh, no, I can't <laughs> afford that. Oh, good, good. Say no to drugs. <laughs> so what's your, hey. what's your question, Braxton, or, or your point? Um, I'm just gonna throw a bone to you guys. I mean, I spoke to I spoke to Jeff uh, a while ago about the the income tax and the Sixteenth Amendment. I don't know if you guys were interested, but I've uh, Dave Chan. There's a good man named Dave Champion that wrote a book, Income Tax Shattering the Myth. 
and it clears up a lot of a lot of issues with the 16th amendment and it applies to a very, very, very small amount of people. Well, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, as far as the 16th Amendment goes, I mean, several times before, I think, 1913, a direct tax on income was ruled unconstitutional numerous times by the Supreme Court. Right. Absolutely. And then there was, on like, surreptitiously kind of on the down low, that 16th Amendment was ratified. And uh, I've read a couple books about it and how it's, you know, is it legitimately ratified, et cetera, et cetera. It almost is irrelevant because the IRS still has the power to do what they do, and people go to court all the time citing, um, you know, either the voluntary or involuntary nature of the income tax. But, um, yeah, 16th Amendment's very interesting. Absolutely. The the one court case that was kind of, or Supreme Court hearing was in, it was either 1913 or 16. It was Bruchaber versus Pacific Union, and basically uh, uh, Justice White forced that, the ruling forced that uh, income tax into an excise class. Yes. And next, what an excise is is a privilege. And uh, really, as Americans, I mean, earning domestic income inside the U.S., there is no privilege in you exchanging your labor for property. Absolutely. In the book, you said there was a book titled, what was that? <clears throat> shattering income the Myth. Income Tax, Shattering the Myth. And then there's also another one that's called Cracking the Code by Pete Hendrickson. I have... I've heard a lot of good things about that, but you know, waiting on paydays so I can order that one and read uh, up on it. There's too. also a really, really good documentary. I can't think of the name of it right now. It's by Aaron Russo. He, a, he directed Trading yeah. Places and uh, just basically breaks down the income tax and stuff like that. I forget the I name of it. I can't remember what it's called. I've already seen it. Um, yeah, I, I can't either. It's got Dave Champion in there. Oh, really? Okay. Now, yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. And, it, and if, we, if we go back to, you know... If we were to remove most of the taxes, uh, say a use tax at least, right? If 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 you mm-hmm. want to go there, but if there if there were a lot less taxes, or if taxes were no longer existent except to pay for what the government was supposed to be doing, which was to field an army and to negotiate uh, trade deals, right? That was that was the original mm-hmm. intent of of the federal government. That was it, really. But yep. <clears throat> um, you think of the the benevolence towards other human beings that we would exhibit because the needy would be out there. We would obviously have more income, but more than anything else where you can see that there is the deliberate robbing of millions and millions of people to deliberately fund things that we don't agree with, that we have no choice over, you know, such as many people that disagree, say for instance, with Planned Parenthood. My tax dollars are going to that. I didn't agree to that. I don't agree Absolutely. to that. Right? So there are many things that are that are happening. So all the needy people out there that are now receiving welfare, um, receiving Section 8, things like that, they've become so dependent on that, it's tough to remove it. It would take decades and decades and <clears throat> decades to whittle that away to where it's gone. But what you would see is an uptick of citizens caring for each other, and it would actually unite the citizens against the federal government and shrink it even more. And that's what they fear the most. Absolutely. I, you know, you nailed it on the head. I mean, the big thing, well, as of late in the news, I'm, I don't lean left or I don't choose the collectivist title, but I saw that that deal with uh, Ocasio-Cortez and the, the last line saying people unwilling to work, uh, do you, you understand where money and taxpayer money comes from? Here's here's what people I was getting, before, before you right. called in and earlier in the show, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is, in my mind, she's so far off the rails to the left that she can't possibly believe any of this stuff. I think that <laughs> she, I, I honestly, no, I'm, I'm telling you right now, that I honestly think that she is a right-wing psyop. I just read something about that yesterday. I, I think, think she's. A, I think yeah. she's a right-wing psyop to derail the 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 socialist and communist movement in this nation and destroy it. I think that she, because there are times where you go, you know what? She's very well spoken. She's a bright. She's a bright woman, but the concepts that she throws out there and and the the. I mean, this this new Green Deal is is insanity. It's pure insanity. It would destroy this economy to the point where communism, socialism would have to be put in place. That's the end game of it, and I think everybody knows that. And I think that's I think she's a psyop, dude. I think she is. (laughs) You got a good point. I mean, her points are so asinine. It kind (laughs) of it kind of eases the pain of the the more socialist type stuff. You know, stuff that's not so crazy. Well, she alone. Well, that's the thing. 
could she be pushing the line so far left that somewhat more left sounds okay to us? Is that it? Yeah, exactly. It can, but but it can't be coming from somebody that's acting that stupid. They, <laughs> you, you, it, it, she just derails and undermines and blows up everything that the left has been trying to do. It's so so out in the open that she's I, she's a psyop, dude. She's a psyop. She's destroying yeah. the left, and I love it. She's pretty easy on <laughs> yeah. the eyes. I will have to say. She would definitely. You she, always go there, dude. Would you stop? Find a girlfriend. Do something. I, <laughs> I can't just recognize her for being attracted. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a guy. But she would get it. So, hey, thank you for your call, brother. That was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, Braxton. Five six three three nine one three seven seven six. We are free balling today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we our guest has bailed on it. Not bailed. We just had a little trouble. Where's Bill Camper, dude? Oh, snaps! Get Bill Camper on the horn immediately. Bill Camper from his downtown Chicago condo. Right. That would be a great He's phone been drinking call. Lake Michigan too long. He's so far left. Bill Camper, we are waiting your phone call, sir. He won't do it. He won't do it. So what else we got? The State of the Union address. That was fantastic. That Watching Pelosi's face and facial expressions was just the price of admission in and of itself. You know what? No, you know what's amazing is I think that, that Trump gave them a copy of his speech, which presidents do, correct? Right? I think he slipped a different one to him, though. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. because they, you can see the looks on their faces. But more than anything else, he planned it so perfectly that he had them not standing up for veterans who've sacrificed oh, so okay. much. He had them not standing up for child trafficking, for child trafficking, organ trafficking, yeah. cartels, um, that we we're fighting them and locking more of them up. And what did they stand up for and cheer and high-five each other for? All the women that have been in Congress. Themselves. We they high-fived themselves. We have yet another phone call. Somebody calling in one. They, they look like fools. What is up? You are on the line the Conspiracy Farm with the UFC champ and me. What's going on, fellas? It's Ramon from Miami. Ramon down in Miami. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Hey, man. So, so what do you got to say, brother? What you got on your mind, Ramon? How much you love Debbie Wasserman Schultz? Ramon? You there, Ramon? Can you hear me? Yeah, brother. Yeah, we can hear you. What's what's going on, buddy? What do you got to say, man? I just want to get to the point that, man, I've noticed a huge change in the past couple years. That people used to be very sweet, and now everybody's awake as far as we don't agree on everything. Your your phone your phone's going your phone Hey bud, your phone's going in and out. Can you can you take it off speaker or something? Can, can you hear me better? A little bit. We hear you a little better. All right, I'm gonna step out of my car. See if that's there we better. go. There, there we go. go. Yeah, like I was saying, man, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see everybody waking up to the realities that that we're going through. Because I've been in this truth movement in the in the search for truth since the Ron Paul Revolution, man. Yeah, dude, and the way are things awesome. are now, it just feels real good to actually have way more people talking about these things and debating, even though we all don't agree on certain exactly. things. Exactly. It feels really good to see guys like yourself who don't always agree. On, on what your politics are or how you feel about certain issues, but you can come together at the table and have a blown discussion about what things are really going to pan out to be. In my opinion, I think the, the, the revolution has already begun. It's a revolution of the mind. Absolutely. No, you're correct, and definitely there's a, there's a revolution and a, a civil war being fought in cyberspace right now for control of the nation and, and you know, the finding dirt on, on each other. The You, you can see the... The number of people that have been compromised that are doing bidding of the deep state, things like that. We, we can recognize it when they're making decisions that make zero sense. And tell us what it's like down there on the ground in Miami. I mean, how many people would you say percentage-wise in the Miami area are at least enlightened to the fact of this level that, I mean, look, you're obviously awake, dude, and it's awesome to hear this, you know, because we're up here in Iowa. And to hear somebody from Miami go, dude, this is, this is great because people are waking up. You know, what would you say the amount of people, people that you run with, things like that, that recognize this stuff? See, the, the younger generation, I say mid-30s to younger, we're very aware of, you know, what's going on. The problem is, is the older people. You got to remember, Miami is a place where a lot of people like to retire. So the older generation, they're still not aware of what's going on. And, and you know, the, the fact that news outlets and media outlets are manipulating the opinion of people and things like that. But at the same time, it's like once the younger generation gets to be a little bit older, I feel like it'll be a lot. Right now, it's like a lot of people are still zombies and they're brainwashed. <laughs> they're just walking around, you know, hoping that some magical person is going to come save the day, not realizing that we're the ones that have to do it ourselves. Right. And I, th I think it's a, rec a recognition. 
that the government has deliberately destroyed certain sectors, certain, I mean, we've talked about it numerous times on here and had guests on where we talked about, you know, the, the MK Ultra that went through in the 60s and 70s and destroyed the youth uh, with, with hallucinogens and books that were, you know, kind of romanticized taking hallucinogens. And then it moved into the 80s, the deliberate destruction of the black family with crack and weapons and, and just destroyed and took the father out of the home. Once you take the father out of the home, you take religion out of the home. Government becomes the father and the religion. And then the family has no direction and they depend on government for everything. And I think everybody's starting to recognize that because now they're doing the same thing. Obviously, they've done the same thing to Latino families and they're doing the same thing to white families. It worked. It, it worked. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep rolling it. Let's destroy everything and control everyone. And creating a culture of dependency so you're not self-sufficient. You know what I right. mean? Yeah, it has nothing to do with race, man. It, it's all about classism. That's yeah. the one thing people right, have to right. realize. Good point. That Good it's, point. The, it's the haves and the have-nots. Yes, sir. And that's the thing. That, that's You're exactly right, sir. And you kind of hit the nail right on the head. But so, so often we convolute that and get caught up in these little minutiae of division. You know what I mean? Whereas, you know, at the top, they just watch us all argue about all this, these political footballs they give us to kick around while they just keep running game on everybody. Divide and conquer, man. That's their game strategy. It's and, tried and true. And we have to realize that, that, that we have power in numbers. And the more we put away our petty differences, we'll, just, we'll become the, the nation that we're meant to be. That Precisely. everybody knows we can be. Absolutely, but, Ramon. I, I appreciate you guys definitely taking my call. I'll be calling again soon, man. You guys keep up the great work. Thank you. You're bro. awesome, dude. Thank Ramon, you. Ramon down in Miami, and he's absolutely right, man. It's uh, The divide and conquer has been like massively in full effect. 563-391-3776. If you want to hit Pat and I, we just had a call right there from Miami, Florida. That was awesome, the man. I'm Miami. Ramon, tell, you, tell all your buddies to listen to us, man. Absolutely. We'd love to have people sporting Conspiracy Farm shirts and hats down in Miami, we need to get Ramon needs to message us on Facebook. Get him a tee and get him a T-shirt. That's right, absolutely. So you hear that, Ramon? You hear that? Uh, message, message us, dude, and uh, send us your address, and we'll send you a Conspiracy Farm T-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. That was awesome. Yeah, it's, so, it's nice to hear from that far away. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like so we talk about all the time. Everywhere. We we are worldwide, man. We got a message from Romania last week. We just got a call from Miami. It is it is it's honestly, dude. And I say this all the time. It's so freaking humbling to get those messages, calls from just way we out. Just, but but right away we know to delete the messages from Russia so they don't think we're in collusion, <laughs> right? We we don't want to be in collusion with the Russians. I am Vladimir Pietrov, captain of Russian army, and you are American dog. <laughs> Five six three three nine one three seven seven six. Man, we are anxious, and this is actually fun. It's the first time we've really done this kind of chance to reach out directly, real time to our our farmers. I love people calling, bud. Absolutely, but we were talking about the State of the Union address, and um, you know, it was pretty. It he was handed them one speech, gave them another, got them to stand up and high five for themselves. Yeah, when they wouldn't even stand up, the the destruction you know that Trump is having on on child human traffickers. The yeah human traffickers the organ traffickers the weapons traffickers the drug cartels it's so like i don't even know what the word is like just petulant watching them like stand all frumpy face i mean it's like what was really cool and i mean i know it's all still kind of wwe when both sides for whatever reason i think it was they start chanting usa it was just a kind of a i know that probably was you know pretty organic it wasn't supposed well, to happen you, but you didn't catch it but the the, the democrats were saying ussa <laughs> <laughs> No, you, look, we know there's corruption on both sides, right? Yes. There's corruption on both sides, so it is what it is. But I think that NSA has all those records, and Someone I think does, the people are being reined in. Chadwick Murray, definition of Project Eagles experiment, the project, and there's no other truth than that. I mean, you could find a lot of places. I, you know, I used to teach in Cabrini-Green. You can kind of see that social engineering evident. But the places like pruitt Igo in St. Louis, where they literally, literally were doing chemical experiments on the residents. They were. That's yeah. proven. That's all, all those documents have been released. Not a conspiracy and theory what were again. And what were they spraying them with? I forget. I truly forget. Was it? Was it um, Something bad. Whatever it was. It was nothing good. 563-391-3776 if you want to chime in on whatever. The uh, state of the union, the state of the world, you know, what you're eating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you got going on, just hit us up. So um, what else do we have, dude? The state of the union and... Um, well, let's talk about us pulling out of Syria. Oh. And Israel moving in. Did they? Well, they've, yeah, they've been bombing. Of, of course, course, of course. Yeah. 
They've been blowing the hell out of stuff. But, you know, the, the thing is, is that I just saw a map that was just released by our friend uh, Jack Posobiec. Jack. And it showed, it showed, it showed uh, a tiny speck of black in the middle of Syria that is what the remnants of ISIS are about to be crushed. No more ISIS for you. Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Another caller. You're on with Pat and Jeff. How do you do this evening? Good, man. How y'all doing? Fantastic. Good, Every day you. above ground. What's a good your day. name? Uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Awesome. Good to, good to meet you. Where Thanks are you calling, calling us from, in? Jeremy? I'm from all over, man. Uh, I'm from North Carolina, I guess, now these days. He's where, like, do you, where do you live now? North Carolina, yeah. Okay. He's like, awesome. Call he's like a uh, military, military brat, dude. So, uh, like, okay. Where are I, you from? I, like, which year and a half do you, do you want uh, to hear see, about? I, I, thought you were, I thought you were trying to pull like an ultimate warrior from parts unknown. No, no, no. Hey, uh, I I listen to y'all uh, and, and you know a few other podcasts because we're all it's pretty lame to just listen to one source of anything. <clears throat> True. Why. Yeah, but absolutely. What? Where? What is the end game? Because mm. you see the divisiveness in America. Like me personally, like I'm a I'm I'm a veteran. Did my did my stuff. Did my tour. Thank you for your service, my friend. Well. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, everybody serves in their way, in their own way. Uh, not that. true. Not and true. <laughs> Everybody should. Everybody can. Yes, yes. But, you know, I, I, how long can I stand there and let some 18-year-old kid call me a Nazi? Right. Fascist? Like, I don't know how long that happens before, like... We, we've discussed ding, that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, like... Yeah. You know, again, I, I could call... I, I've never went to a protest in my life because I've never felt that strongly about anything to protest. You know, a, a pro, you know, conservative slash libertarian all the way, constitutionalist, most importantly... But I'm just lazy politically, but educated nonetheless. When no, I know, that's all right. But like, where, what is the end? You know what I'm saying? Like, where does? Well, the, the end game is to have us come back together because that would be cool. But I don't really see that happening. Whether it's a cultural civil war or a an actual, you know, physical civil war. That's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we just got a call from Miami. We're getting a call now from North Carolina. We're in Iowa, dude. We're in the middle of, of Iowa in the Midwest. Just, just up the hill, literally from the Mississippi River. People are waking up everywhere. So that's the most important thing, number one. True. Don't listen to, you know, I go back to um, just just outside St. Louis, Ferguson, Missouri, when that happened. The first shot that they had from the news was a kid standing there who, who was buddies with the kid that was shot, Brown, who was shot and killed by the, by the police officer, Wilson. And yep. he put his hands up in the air. They had this on the air. They didn't ask for any other viewpoints, anybody else. The first thing they aired on purpose was that kid standing there going, he put his hands up and said, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. And it blew right. everything up, and it burned that city to the ground. That is the mainstream media's MO. That's what they're trying no, to do is quick. create separation. Right? Go ahead. I, I, I got to break in. So I'm I'm I live in North Carolina. It's it is more black folks here than 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 white folks as opposed to Colorado. It's pretty fifty fifty split with like Hispanic Mexican folks and white folks. But here, the people that I talk to, the whole hands up, don't shoot thing, it happened according to them. Like the yeah. Trayvon Martin thing, it, it happened the way, you, you know, not as a you know because to me it's even a weak justified shooting. But, um, yeah, it happened. Like Trayvon Martin was an innocent little kid, you know, holding his basket, skipping through town. Like there, there, there's places in this country that are that are they the mainstream media is unfortunately where they still get the bulk of the news, and their opinions are shaped. Well, and, and understand that these these shootings, whether justified or not, were preceded by look. I, I tr I've trained law enforcement for over 20 years. I've trained military and law enforcement for a lot of years. Yeah. And there have been shootings that were absolutely not justified. There has been racism. There has been unfair treatment of people based hey, on their skin color. So, so, so that's, that's where I'm going with this. But, but listen, so having said that, because in Ferguson, we, there were a lot of people that I've talked to, including um, Tyron Woodley, who's the UFC welterweight champion right now, who said, look, man, I dealt with this stuff a lot down there, okay, from, from white police officers. So the conditioning to be afraid of each other um, is there. And it's been, it's been instilled in people 
Because I hate listen, it, because what are we, because, gonna, what are we freaking do? It's it's annoying. Well, here's really yeah. Annoying. Well, here's what we have to do. Here's that. what here's what we have to do. Number one is we have to have a lot more shows like this. Okay, we have to have a lot more listeners to this show and other shows like it, and people to wake up and look at each other. Because look, I do shows for Access TV all over the country. I'm in a different city nearly every week. And I yep. don't see I don't see people not getting along because of their skin color. People are getting along just fine. We're all functioning just fine. The only thing the media wants to show us is the hatred of a few people who are going at it and people who are misinformed. So what we have to do is number one, show other people love and two, inform people and say, Look, dude, I don't hate you. Okay? And and I tell people, look, can you tell me what color the human spirit is? Right. I, I want to know what color the human spirit is, okay. because if you can if you can tell me that we're different colored spirits, uh, okay, rock on, dude. But that's not the case, okay. So so we have to we have to help people understand. We have to shed light on the lies of the <coughs> excuse me of the mainstream media, which we do on a consistent basis on this show, and that sets a pattern of lies that carries over into every broadcast and every literally every direction that they go. To program the the human condition in this nation. Yeah, it, what becomes it exacerbates this. It exacerbates the situation when you do find legitimate whatever, whether it's racial or you know unjustified shootings, et cetera, et cetera, and there's no accountability because this it, it begins to reinforce this already exacerbated relationship between the police. And, you know, whatever group you want to call them, it doesn't have to necessarily be racial. I remember seeing a, a cop, a, yep. a kid pulled in a parking lot trying to sell some weed, and the dude shot him, 17 years old, shot him dead. So it's not just, there is a racial component sometimes, but it really, really sucks when there is no accountability from whatever race of the cop is or whatever that goes on. And it just, it, and the media then kind of fans that flame. Work. It's bull crap. Like, if you're given that responsibility and set on the streets to imprison people and put them in jail and, and do the things that police, we ask them to do, you, they have to absolutely be held to a higher standard, strictly, strictly higher yeah, right. standard, and strictly accountable. And we'll have, and, and, and we'll, it would go a long way with the American people. If, if really, I would like to see Trump do it. Is 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 push that really hard? And the and the civil asset forfeiture, that that stuff's got to go away. That's you know, get yeah, for three, four, five thousand dollars going to buy a motorcycle because you just happen to get pulled over. Yeah. It's getting a little out of control because, I, dude, I don't know that many people, but I've known three guys that have gotten a few hundred bucks taken off of them. Right. Well, and, and to let you know, and I'll close with this before we let you go, but you yeah, know, I was, you I was giving time. speeches for Rand Paul when he was running for president, and here's a guy that talked about asset forfeiture and jailing massive amounts of, of men, black men, for – you know, measly drug charges. We're talking guys yep. ended up in prison for decades because of a bag of pot three times or whatever it was. Um, granted, it was illegal at the time, but things are out of control to the point where he's like, this stuff's got to be changed and people have to be given a chance to survive. Well, that's that and, Clinton with the crime bill with that super predator shit from back in the day. Right. I mean, that just added to the whole kind of what you were talking about earlier. About, and that was the Clintons. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and then not it's no accident that even like like Pat was talking earlier, the growth of crack, the growth of the gang culture, et cetera, et cetera, and then the growth of the criminal uh, criminal prison industry. MK Ultra. It went from it went from hippie music to rap music. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, thank y'all. Thank y'all for your time. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, brother. brother. Tar Heels. I know. <laughs> You're in North Carolina. Somebody's gonna beat you up if you say no. Well, I'm. I'm dude, what are you gonna do? Well, I. Um, I, I was gonna say. I. I think where that. That's where America's unity is. It is in the justice system because there's the the law has no color, and right. and it really needs to start at the low levels. And Trump needs to set the example. But I think if if a lot of things happens in our justice system. Not being two tiered anymore, I think a lot of Americans yeah. would unite for the greater good of the country. I think kind of and between between like the justice themselves. between the justice system and like Pat was talking about I the like media educating. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all go. All right, y'all, brother. Y'all do your thing. I don't want to take up 
there's probably other people I want to call. You're all awesome, right, man. Thank you. And again, like yeah, just rec- echoing all those sentiments, man. Like you know, the media plays this obviously, and you know, we could get whatever, but we just at, at the end of the day, bro, we have so much more in common than we do different. It's stupid, right? You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and people's fear and 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 bias and I mean, prejudice on from whatever spectrum, whether it's racial, religious, sexual orientation, we're all just human fucking beings, dude. And if we could kind of get to that, we're humans first, and all this other stuff. Yeah, we can disagree about it, but like old boy said from Miami. You know, it's we need to be able to have these conversations where we could civilly exchange ideas. All right, I disagree with you. That's okay. I, you know, I have an opinion. My opinion doesn't have me, and we need to have more of that because people are so intransigent with their opinions, and they're so almost, I wouldn't say brainwashed, but they're just so inflexible. They don't want to hear any other idea other than their own, and that sucks, man, because like I said, we have way more in common. We should be able to exchange ideas and disagree without being, as Dr. King said, violently disagreeable. Michael Palencia wanted to ask us about what about the fake alien invasion that Eddie Bravo talks about. We were on, we were on, we, were, we, we, we have to include Eddie Bravo stuff in no, this. No, no, well, I just we were online. Me and Michael were online. I was last on night. a motorcycle last summer and I almost fell off the edge of the earth. <laughs> but you ran into that ice wall, so the it ice all wall. worked out. Yes, yes, the ice wall. So three nine uh, five six three three nine one three seven seven six. If you want to chime in, no, so, wait, the 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 false alien invasion. invasion. Number one, we're, we've been conditioned for that. Also, you can see the slow grind on that. Soft disclosure, baby. Right. So the Pentagon and and Department of Defense releasing videos of fighter jets, you yes. know, filming UFOs and going, "What in the heck are these?" There's a whole fleet of them. Look at that, you know. And it's legit. I mean, you can see it, and you can hear in the voices of the jet, uh, the the fighter jet pilots. They're like, "Whoa, this yeah. this this is." Well, see, and that's, and that's the other thing I've been kicking around for a while. Are those extraterrestrials, or is that some black budget military stuff? It could easily be black. I mean, in nineteen, what was it, fifty one? The Roswell, yeah. Roswell. I mean, we've had <clears throat> 70, 70 years nearly of perfecting and reverse engineering their stuff. If that's if, that, that, if all that say. stuff, which look. They released that stuff in the papers. They found a UFO, yeah, yeah. Uh, two of them, I believe, in the desert. One of them was smashed up. One of them wasn't in that yeah. bad of condition. They took them back. Then they then they re- they retracted those stories and said, "Oh no, it, it was, was a weather, weather balloon, balloon yeah. and everything else." <laughs> right. So that was that was the federal government going. Uh, you might want to reprint that. Breaks on. Right. So um, reverse engineering. 70 years time yeah absolutely we could have that stuff and i wouldn't doubt it i mean we had an sr-71 blackbird that was going ungodly speeds they took that thing out of commission how many years ago and nothing's ever gone that fast yeah still to this day besides the space shuttle when it gets out of the atmosphere without going too far down the rabbit hole yeah the nazis actually had a lot of some high level tech that was not necessarily on full public display but their search for ancient stuff or whatever was leading them to some pretty information pretty interesting information which i believe right. they used so, to back engineer some of their stuff yeah so my point is is you know we have all these ufo sightings and this and that and there's been a lot more but it's, there's been an uptick of it everybody's got a cell phone obviously so that's going to help with the uptick in oh, for sure. in these videos but then Trump says, "Space Force." Yeah, exactly. We're gonna ma- we're gonna mainly timing. recruit we're gonna recruit top people from the Air Force for Space Force. Is he prepping us for? Well, if you we've had on Dr. Joseph P. Farrell, according to him and his big freaking brain, they've had a black budget Space Force for decades now. So this isn't anything new. Vincent Manfrey, talking about crack era laws. You guys must watch the Freeway Rick Ross documentary we have had on. I've interviewed Freeway Rick Ross on this show as well as my other show, and you're absolutely right about the disparity between uh, the crack laws, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> and even larger, how the CIA brought so much cocaine and crack into Los Angeles, which exacerbated the situation we're talking about, about prisons and gangs. And that really, um, it, it, it made the cemetery business boom. It made the jail business boom. It made, you know, a lot of businesses boom, but it also fucked up a lot, a lot of families. Well, and it's it's just as in, I would say, in the fighting world, when I'm teaching somebody how to fight, you, <clears throat> never, you never do anything for only one reason. Right. I never move a certain way just to get out of the way of a punch. Right. I never I never sprawl to stop a takedown only. Right. There's always setups. There's right. always thinking ahead. There's always there's always two and threefold reasons why I do anything in a fight. When the government and the CIA, you know, we'll take Iran Contra, for instance, and the stuff that was going on in the last administration with the drugs being moved up through the country into the Northeast, certain certain Middle Eastern groups up there 
uh, funneling a lot of dope around the Boston area and, and Northeast Corridor up there yeah. to fund what was going on with funding ISIS and other stuff that was yes, going sir. on. We know all that stuff's true. The the twofold of it is we're raising money, selling dope, but we're destroying communities at the same time and enslaving <clears throat> these people yeah. and destroying families and making them basically slaves to the federal government without a doubt and that's the, i mean that's when we talk about some of the darkness that some of these some elements of our government engage in like that right there that 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 infesting uh, la with crack that was going on across the country and the, a lot of those proceeds you had some you had some assholes in our government who were taking those proceeds because congress would not fund clandestine operations against the contras right. they took those monies to help fund the fund the contras against the sandinista government and that happens whether it's guns whether it's people whether it's people's body parts whether it's drugs there is a huge multi-billion-dollar underground economy that goes to fund so much right. clandestine. And I can already tell you what's going on, you know, next door in Colombia, next to Venezuela. They've already got radio stations set up that are broadcasting into Venezuela about freedom, right? We know we know that that's the mo. That's what they do. They plant the seeds and start revolutions by getting onto the airwaves. Oh yeah, and doing all this sort of stuff. Then they find. Uh, caches of, of American-made weapons and Western-made weapons in Venezuela. You know, they, they were getting ready to arm some people, and it's going to happen eventually. Inevitably. We already, we already know that's what's going to go down. And it's, it's well, see, that's what's so crazy. Like, you know, history, if we, not, if we don't learn, we're condemned to repeat it. This literally was President Nixon's foreign policy in South America. It was called Track 2, where he went into Chile, he went into Nicaragua, he went into El Salvador, he went into Guatemala, and basically changed. Because that was obviously around the time where communism was really huge, and United Fruit was down there, and they right. were nationalizing some of their fruit, you know, all this other stuff. So it's nothing really new <laughs> under the sun, but it still, you know, doesn't change. Oh, what did I see? Brazil, the president of Brazil, I think, just got diagnosed with some terminal illness or something like that. I wonder if that's... Some Yasser Arafat, Hugo Chavez induced cancer or something. That's 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 some nutty stuff because he is the he is the Brazilian Trump, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So I mean, when more any more questions? Five six three three nine one three seven seven six. Say it's low. Five six three three nine one three seven seven six three seven seven six. Give us a call. We got time for maybe a couple more calls. Absolutely. Max. And we, I actually, uh, we got our producer, producer Jay, Jay Bird in the building. He wants to ask a couple questions. What's up, Jay? All right. So, <laughs> a couple things here. I'm new to the party here. All right. Yeah. I'm new to the conspiracy farm. And um, just trying to figure out, like, where we're at. Like, you guys are. We opened up the door in his brain, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. the door. The door's open. You guys are obviously friends. It, it, but um, he pays me. Yeah. <laughs> where does this? Uh, it, it to me like let, let's do it like a, a layman's terms. Mm -hmm. All right. It's it's still some of the stuff is kind of nuts to me. Of right? course. <laughs> no, it's serious. Oh, that's 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 what we certainly expect from people. All right. Now, yeah. it, when we talk, and I can nod my head and, and look at you guys and say like, yeah, you know. Kennedy assassination. That's when the first conspiracy started, whatever else. Jesus was the first one. He got deep stated, remember? <laughs> see, see. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, like, all right, when we talk about the State of the Union, right. and you're like, okay, he gave him one speech and did another one. Yeah. Like, Nan Nancy, that, Nancy had a different one. She had a different copy. That's why you saw her, like, this is not what he's saying is not what I have here. When I look at it, when I'm sitting at home, okay, and and hopefully we we have people out there the same thing. When I look at it, when I'm at home, and I was like, this is incredible that he had them, you know, and he said that he goes, no, keep standing, yeah, because I'm gonna <laughs> blow your minds. And they were yeah. like, no. And Saturday Night Live did a spoof of the whole thing about it too. <laughs> now, but explain that he had two different speeches. Easy. Okay. He, he delivered them one outline for the speech for them to be prepared for their rebuttal. Okay. After he was done, number one, but also during the speech, throw them a curveball so that they're not prepared. They didn't expect, let's put it this way. They were told previously, don't stand and applaud for anything. <laughs> Nothing. No matter what this guy says. Don't stand up and applaud anything he says. Okay. So find yourself, Jay, as a Democrat who's paid by certain people that propped you up, people that are totally against what this man's doing, because 
the deep state is a business. It is a business. Okay, right. It is a, it is a business. Okay, Pat. it's a way of doing business. Now listen. Yeah. So, the people that pay the bills that put you in power, the people who've compromised you, every email you've ever sent, every email you've ever got, every Facebook message you've ever sent, any picture you've ever sent of yourself or gotten, they have it all, right? They mm -hmm. already have it. That's why yeah. you, okay, so they have all <clears throat> the leverage in the world on you. You sit your ass down and you don't stand up, you don't applaud for anything this guy says, period. And you see that across the board, okay? They're all sitting there in in their white clothing, in, you know, <laughs> and they don't stand up for veterans who sacrificed. They don't stand up for a child who overcame cancer, a child who beat cancer uh, against uh, late-term abortion, against... They didn't stand up and applaud when he said they're, that to push and stop the killing of a child after it survives abortion and is out of the mother. Then, and he talks about the Virginia governor who... On air, if you've ever seen the video, it's the most, it's the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life, where the Virginia governor says, you know, if the baby survives the abortion and it's out of the womb, then at that point, the doctor would have a discussion with the mother to decide what to do. You're talking about infanticide. You're talking about murdering now, not a child that's inside the mother. You're now talking about murdering a child that has been born. Yeah. And they did not stand and applaud that. So all of that stuff he pulled out, right? Yes. To deliberately do that, but then got them to stand up for themselves and applaud that they made it to Congress. Yeah. Yeah, we're triumphant. Jay had we a look question. like complete morons. I, That's but, puppet string stuff, but dude. I'm, I'm still saying that the, the, the not standing up is not something new. I mean, not for that level of stuff. But when even it's when, just optics. I think it was just more of an <coughs> optics play. I mean, once it came out that he did, they did have two different speeches, and like, wow, you guys didn't stand for X, Y, Z. I mean, it just it was just more of an you, optics you play. Eight years, Barack Obama. You can't tell me the same thing didn't happen. Probably that Republicans did. didn't stand up. Right? You know, true, true. But yeah. they they still res respectfully stood up at certain times and applauded and things like that. They did. That's why I was they saying did. a minute ago, it's almost petulant I'm not, I'm how not, they don't. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of a lot of Republicans, trust me. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I agree. But I'm just saying, like, it's... It, it, what you're saying is right, and they, they didn't stand up for certain things, but there were times in the last... When Barack Obama was For there. sure. Yeah. But, but so when people, when you take a step back, Jay, and look at it from, okay, go up to a 5,000-foot view and look down upon all of this, People not standing up and applauding the battle of to try and stop killing a child that's already survived abortion, and then people who won't stand up and applaud socialist programs okay. and, and communist programs. And I think what Jeremy right. what Jeremy was kind of getting at from North Carolina, what is the end game? Why right. not? Because like you said, that was a great point. Look from five thousand feet above. Why not stand up for that? What is the end game? What's that, what's going on? The 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 end game is globalism, dude. The the end game is destruction of the sovereignty of nations. You see it. You see the European people fighting back now. They are the canary in the coal mine for us. And I've said that a million times. We watch Europe and we see the destruction of Europe. Right? They had unfettered migration. They just open borders and they float in, destroy the Middle East, and then just let them all flow in and run out of their countries and run in and bring a whole new mindset. And a lot of third world shithole stuff into those nations, right? So that's 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 the end game for the globalists is destroy destroy the identity of every nation, so that you have nothing, no reason left to fight. You see what I'm saying? This was kind of why Brexit came along, and a lot of these other EU nations right. who are basically getting extor not ext extorted and can't afford to be a part of EU. Because, I mean, it's just kind of a little shell game they got going on. And that's why a lot of these countries are leaving. But that is a huge part of it. Globalism has been a part of, the, part of their agenda for, you know, 60, 80 years. Right. Ever since World War II. And when, when all the, when the UN, when the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, you go through all that stuff, all that stuff was formed. When you listen to, to those people talk, you listen to their meetings, they flat out want borders gone and they want control of the human race, period. A one-world government are, and a one-world currency. We're, we're, we're literally the last standing nation 
in terms of being able to fight back. Although in Europe now the citizens are rising up, you know, a quarter million in France are marching every day. Literally well, this is every also day. what's going on in Syria and Iran. They're some of the last countries that don't have a central bank, and right. that is a and they're huge, being destroyed huge... for reason. Iran's the last one in the Middle East to fall, and and they're continuing. Because I, I forget who said it. Some one of the huge bankers back in the day. If you let me control their economics, I don't care who makes their laws. So we still have a Second Amendment. We still have a First Amendment. We can speak the way we feel. Well, we can still lose mm-hmm. our job for it. But the Second Amendment backs up the First Amendment in this country, and it's unique amongst nations. And if they can't take our guns, they can't take the country ultimately. They will try and tax our ammunition to where nobody can afford it, you know, all that sort of stuff. They're going to try backdoor stuff constantly, but ultimately is to disarm us, make us helpless. And you look at the European countries where their guns have been taken, dude, they're still going nuts. They're still fighting. Well, even it's if amazing. you look at historically, that's one of the steps in taking over a country or society is making sure they're disarmed. But yep. part of it is the propaganda, like I was saying, about mind-fucking people, making sure they're, they're completely divided and then going in and disarming. It's, I mean, it's a tried-and-true thing that's been going on for, you know, I'm a history guy, so it's like it's not the first time it's happened. And that's the thing. If we don't learn from it, it just happens again, and I just see so much of it happening again right now. Yeah, yeah. So if you have any more questions, man, good question there, J-Bo. Yeah. Yep. 391-377-6563, And I've wondered that actually, too. What is the end game? You That's know, the I just, end game. It's, it's well, to I mean, control it's, manhood. Or, for sure. Uh, mankind. That's it. And, and they already technically kind of control us, obviously, with the banking system and everything else. But there is hope to get rid of that. I mean, Trump has talked about, in passing, I've said it before, getting rid of the Federal Reserve. <clears throat> There's the globalists just of late have talked about and Trump, I hope that isn't true, but he may have alluded to the fact of a gold-backed global currency, which is terrifying because you think about, look, prophetic things, okay? Now, if you believe in Judaism, Catholicism, or Christianity, I should say, and Islam, all those books have one thing in common about, you know, prophetic times, right? They kind of talk about the same thing. And the, the common denominators are one religion, one currency, all these sort of things. Right. Right. The Pope just met with one of the head imams from the Middle East and signed an agreement. Right. And they're doing prayers together and all this sort of stuff and pushing in. You can see the Pope almost, you can see him destroying Catholicism single-handedly. Right. On the things that he's saying. He's, he's coming out and saying, yes, we did have nuns and we use nuns as sex slaves. Yes. Yes, we do molest boys on a rampant scale. Yes, we do this, we do that. And the media is exposing it more and more and more like it's it's deliberate. Okay. Right. They're they're now releasing it, what we've talked about for many years. The truth is coming out. In every state. We're talking thousands upon thousands upon thousands of children. Hundreds. Hundreds of upon hundreds of priests. Yeah. Right? In each state. Yes. Let alone the world. Exactly. Okay. So the 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 Catholic Church is being destroyed and dismantled for a reason, okay? Mm-hmm. Being brought together in a funky, sick way with Islam. Optics, right? <clears throat> Optics. It's all over the news. Making it look like it's this, like, hey, we're bringing these two. <coughs> Excuse me. Forces. We're coming together. We're coming yeah. together. Yeah. And then talks of a single currency. That's all this stuff. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs> in the name of Allah. And that's look. That is just that is just the way I see it. No, for sure, for right. sure. It's definitely again. I, I've been paying attention to kind of like like you said the CFR, the Council of Three Hundred. Like there's there's been this agenda for world government for a very long time, and oftentimes people with their with their kind of ADD, they're like, well, you, you said this last year. Why hasn't it happened? These guys don't look in in weeks or days. They look at generations. So it's right. like dozens and dozens of years. Like we talked about on our swapcast with James Corbett about World War Two. How many times did it take them to finally get the Federal or Reserve after the central bank was kicked out? For numerous sure. times, right? For sure. You know, Andrew Jackson. I don't care what anybody says about the Trail of Tears or any of this stuff, because he did, he wasn't even a sitting president when the Trail of Tears happened. He was the one president at the time who was successful in killing the central bank. Yeah, he understood it and he killed it. Right until it came back around here, however long, however much later. But right. yeah, no, I mean he was definitely against it for sure. Yeah. Any more calls? Any more calls? Bueller five six three three nine one three seven seven six. That's how you get a hold of us and talk your smack. If you disagree, fantastic. Could we got what? How much? How much more time we got, Jay? The next show is at. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yes, that's true. We guess we don't necessarily have a time limit, but we do need to retool for the next show. So we'd probably have time for one more call, Patrick, Jay. Any, any more 
Any more smack we want to talk for? I, I, I realize we were a little bit of everywhere today. We're kind of free balling because, again, uh, we did have a guest, but there's been so much going on that we kind of just threw out here. I, think it's, Union, I think it's great the way it worked out. It did. It did. I thoroughly enjoyed this. On the fly. On the fly. But, um, yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> when you start talking about, you know, gold-backed currency, we're obviously coming up soon going to be hitting, uh, going to be hitting, having a war, whether it's economic or whatever, with China. And not too long ago, they recently announced their Petro Chuan, which is gold-backed. Yeah, they backed and you it got, with gold. You got Russia and you got a lot of countries now moving away from the dollar. Just like Peter Schiff said in our, one of our first episodes, the fiat, fiat currencies always have a finite shelf life. And this one we have now is on its way out. I don't know exactly when it's going to happen, but like Pat said, Peter Schiff prognosticated well, it's already, and predicted it's already the 2008 gone from collapse. When it, when it started in 1913, it was worth a dollar. Now it's worth two cents, if yeah. that. Well, right. and so against, it's dead. It's for dying. Sure. It's dying, for yes. sure. And like again, you have other countries moving away from the dollar as, as kind of the petrodollar and moving kind of towards China. And we've talked about it before, the one belt, one road policy. They're a little bit of everywhere. Patrick, again, that'll be live on ESPN 93.5, coming up at 7 p.m. Central Time. Yes, we're going to have Jens Pulver in for the full story this time. Full story. We want to get him in here and and uh, get our, prepared for that. It's going to be guest. a very, very, very interesting, <laughs> interesting hour. He's a very colorful character. He has lived with his heart <clears throat> on his sleeve, worn his heart on his sleeve his entire fight career, and he's a genuine dude, man. He's been through a lot in life and. I think people are going to understand. We had him scheduled for, I think, three or four weeks from now. Our scheduled guest tonight, Mauro Ranello, ran into a family emergency, and uh, Jens was cool enough not just to come on the show, but he is in studio with us. So all the fans of the Conspiracy Farm, stand by. Stick around for about another 27 minutes, live at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on 93.5 KJOC Radio. And if you happen to be doing nothing on your weekdays from 12 to 2, check out my man, Jay and T-Roy on Don't Hassle Us. We're local. Those guys break down sports like nobody else. Check them out. Show them a little love. But uh, peace and so much love. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, all the callers. We're going to have to do this again some other time with the phone line and getting feedback from you guys. It's always good, good to interact with our farmers, man. That was pretty cool. Absolutely. So, peace and all kind of love. Uh, if you guys want to, stand by. We will be on Everything Combat Facebook and YouTube page as well as live on ESPN 93.5 KJOC. Peace. Momentarily. <laughs>